This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, a good um, If I have it correctly marked off, we're holding on page, on bottom page 113, are we good? Good, okay. So here, Tzor Abinabachaya speaks about Kael Elyon. So the question is, what does it mean the Kalelion? The the Lord up high. what's what's the, the phrase? So Alderachapshat Koyan is Mesharis. A Koyan means not so first thing, the first point is there's another Pshat. Uh, Hazal said that he, he had a din of a Koyan. And he learns that Pshat Mikri is he was a Mesharis. So he explains what the music of Kel Elyon is as follows. Umas Ha'olam have a hierarchy and halachically, I guess, legitimate of having um kochos and a Baruch Hu being on top of all the kochos. It's something which um their mutter in Shituf. And like it says by Nebuchadnezzar, he called a Baruch Hu Lakai de Lakaya. He's the God of gods. So the the um the the Akadish Baruch Hu is the one above all the other kochos. So the word Kale Ale means over here Balkoach, like Michomoho Beelem Hashem, who amongst all the Kochos is like you. Al Kenya Kakashboho, Kale, Yosakashboho is called the Prophet Kale, and Kielion al Kolalahim, a Gakavamu. So, um, looking at it from the perspective of a guy, it's appropriate. Um, uh, he, 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 he was worshipped, the, the God that's above all the other gods. So he also had it in Koyin. I guess in those days, Umasa'olam were allowed to have, um, Umasa'olam were, um, it, 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 there wasn't any clear Israel. So Kahuna, in the Ruchnistic sense that we were aware of, meant it could be a, a guy also, and mainly it was Takarish Baraku. Okay. The next point is also in Bechayin Asfarnu. What is the word Konish my words? Now, let's understand what a difficulty is. I mean, besides the practical pshat, who, where was the world on sale that that Akash Baruch bought it? The issue is the, the um, there's a Chazal that says um, a min told I think it's a Gamliel maybe that Akash Baruch um, he's a great painter, but he had very good paints to work with. Like um, he had Mayim and Ruach. There, there, there was an assumption, uh, and this was, I guess, Aristotle, that there was an assumption that the basic elements of the world are eternal, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu worked with that. So the word Kone does have some implication along those lines. The word kone implies that it originates with someone else 
and then it's transferred through. So Karnashmai Varats is is sounds very, very strange. So Ben Bachaya says, um, it doesn't mean buying from somebody. So the word koina has two shades of meaning. One is the transactional, that it came from somebody, and one is um, the possession. So the word kona means possessing, the zocha. It says, does not imply that he bought it from the other person. Um, it is there is a shtikel ha'ara on this because it does mean he got it from hefker. Magbiyotzer um, means um, that the person found something of hefker, picked it up, he said it's for ruving. But his point is that the word kona can mean taking possession rather than um, actual transaction from somebody else. Fine. Vida. Yeah. So every Kenyan requires something. So he, he says the pshat in Koina is that he he gave Metzias to something. Let, let's, I, I think what he means is as follows. When I say that somebody possesses, I am implying that he possesses something. It's like when I said this person was devoid of any possessions and then he possessed. So, so the, the word Kone has to apply to something which is being um acquired. So the 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 um the the, the word konish means he um took shemaimvaaretz and presented it to the world to the world. So the konish is more like making possessions available to 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 Kaiso. That's um, then it says in Chazal, he sees another beer. Um, in Chazal, it's um, it, the implication of kindness seems to be that there is a transaction. What does that mean? The, the world came in two stages. There was the primary matter, and this is like the Ramban speaks in Choma Yuli, and then there is the um, the 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 world as we have it, which has uh, form and shape and properties to it. I'll say who did he buy it from? Um, it's like when you say somebody has very nice eyes. Does it mean? Always to imply that his hair is not nice. The fact that you point out the eyes are beautiful doesn't mean the hair is not. 
But since the person asked me what condition are the person's eyes in, I said they're in great condition. That's um, it, it's focused on that. So the the um, the so over here also the chain bebrias ha'olam kisho oimer koyne shekonem achoyme. Yes, he 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 created it. He formed it from the chaymer. It doesn't imply dafka that that was there before. So, so what he's saying is the words that he's saying is that a kaddish baruch who um, that a kaddish baruch who both created primary matter and then he made the the things we have around, and that's called kainishmai words. So, 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 so the word kone does mean the second piece. He took matter that was sort of prime, and then shaped it and formed it into the matter that we have. And on that, the word kone is going. But it doesn't imply that it's not that it wasn't there before. So I want to. Um, so, so, so what does it mean? So, so what is the person trying to say when you say kone shmeivorets? I mean, it is it is a good question. If somebody asks me. If somebody is a doctor and he and he and he's asking uh, the, the other doctor, tell me what are this patient's eyes like, and he says they're nice. It does not imply anything about the hair. But if you ask me about this person, is is this person good looking or not? And I say, well, his eyes are nice. It does imply that nothing else. I mean, we always learn like that. That when it, when it. So what's it social here? What exactly? What are Chazal explaining? What's pshah here? So I think. What what he means to say is as follows: There are different stages in Bria Saolam. The stage of Yeshmeayin is a stage that we have really no interaction with. That stage, it, it's it's it, the primary matter is useless. It's it's not available to us as such, and that really is not something that we can honestly be Meshavech HaKadosh Baruch about. The, 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 the shaping of the matter into items that are useful for us, grass and trees and animals and water and whatever else there is, that's something that we um, have, that, that's important for us and it's good for us and so on. So when we have, so our Shevach HaKadosh Baruch Hu deals specifically with that. That's Kainash Maivaretz. So Kainash Maivaretz is going on the on the transition of the primary matter into um, useful matter. And the reason for that is the reason why we focus on that is because that's really what's relevant to us. To talk about Akarish Baruch as the creator from nothing is really not that the, the matter that came about from the nothing, we have no shaykhs to. So that's, I think, Shatner bin Abachai. Um, the the um, Sfarno says a very different pshat. He's also, I mean, obviously everybody's trying to 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 learn a pshat in the words kone. What does that mean? In other words, the, 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 there's a concept of bailus, which means who is the one that has the right to 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 um, dictate what the world needs to be. So when we talk about Kenyan as a bylus, um, is it something that is what's important about it is 
who has the right to dictate its tachlis? So when I put down a, a label on something, and I say the tachlis, this should be used for this, that's a sign of bios. So he says, why? The things in the world do not have a natural cause. I will poil lehem or poil them Now, um, the Ramon Shapir is always in different in different occasions with Shtaltsur Abhaim. There's a Rabhaim that says the following If I plant stuff in somebody else's field, so that belongs to the person in whose field I planted it. I have the right to request a remuneration for it, depending on shevach. If it's if it's a if it's a place, if it's a crop that normally grows there, different gedar. But the crop that grew is that person's crop. Is is that person's tvua, and I have a right to ask for some sort of payment. Let's say I plant something in a field that belongs to nobody in a hefkerik field. So Reb Chaim is, is is going on Rambam that that belongs to the person that planted it. In other words, ownership is is first and foremost an extension of a person's labor. It's when there's a clash. If I plant something in your field, so your field is the the result of your labor, and uh, my planting is my labor, so then we have to side rest precedence. But the elementary Kenyan is that which I produced, is mine. So if I go to a jungle that's not owned by anybody and I chop down a tree, the tree belongs to me. So so since Akadosh Baruch Hu's right of dictating what something is meant to be used for stems from the fact that it originated with him. Since the world was created, so Bemela that the the purpose of it is also its own That's how the Sfarna is learning Kainit. Okay, the next piece is a very very interesting piece. It's a very fundamental piece from the Kuzari, where he speaks about what's unique about Avram and his Tfisana Kadosh Baruch Hu. Um, it's 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 one of the the the, the fundamental pieces in the um, in in the Kuzari. Um, let's, so this is really a discussion, and let's put it this way, as opposed to other Sfarim, which debated philosophy on philosophy's turf, in other words, using Seichel and reason, um, what exactly is, you know, using Seichel reason to prove, disprove, uh, describe Akadosh Baruch Hu, he moved away from it very strongly. And basically, his point of argument is that our grasp, our, 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 our belief, does not, is not built on um, reasoning. It's the built on experience, and, 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 and it's a whole different world our quote unquote belief and their belief quote unquote it means two separate things. So let's see. Omar Chaba. So this is obviously the middle of a piece. Omnam. Ain't Suffolk boy 
so he's going to speak over here about the different shamus of Akadish Baruch Hu. Let's go back to the different names of Akadish Baruch Hu, the different descriptions of Akadish Baruch Hu, different names used, Alekim, Havai, and so on. Um, um, there are, let's, let's take a muscle from the sun. The sun is one sun. There's not, there are not many suns. But when you look at the sun's rays through different items, they're very different. So crystal and things like that are completely uh, have the light. And clear air and water. So the, the or goes through it totally. That is something very interesting. We, we, we're so used to it that we don't think about it. But in the olden days, glass was not common. People did not have windows like we have out of glass. A window was a hole in the wall with a shutter to close it. Glass was very expensive, and it wasn't not great quality. The, the idea that a solid object can have light go through it was extremely um, amazing. And also, in a certain sense, you think about it, that means that the light and the glass became one. The light went through it, it permeated it. So there's some sense that, that in an object that's truly transparent, clear air, it's as if the light is totally permeates the object. That's the sense of it. So you have items like that, that the Mechabal de Erbeshlemus, and, and, and this is called an Orchoider. Um, so um, in when you have things that like gems where the light goes through, but it changes somewhat, but it still comes through, he calls that or noitzates. I guess translucent might be a, 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 a close enough approximation. And when you have things that are opaque or keha, so depending on, on the interaction of the macabre with the R, we get a different description. So Alekim describes the general R. So, so that's Alekim is a general name for a divine force. So the name of Havaya is like the type of light that permeates the object. So Yudke Vavke is the type of interaction where, so when we talk of Elohim, we're talking about a third party, a second party. We're talking about he, the one who interacts, it helps, it hinders and so on. When I'm talking about Shema Vaya, I'm talking about something very personal. The, 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 the God that is interwoven with myself. Which 
We're talking about the type of interaction that a Navi has a Kaddish Baruch Hu, where because their soul is so clear, they get it totally. The way a um, sun goes through a diamond or glass. Those people, it started from Adam Rishon. Adam Rishon, this is also something that, that he makes a lot of. It really, it's Adam is the one that has this koach, except what happened was that, that it became corrupted. But the people have this, and um, in the Kuzari, the Kuzari focuses on Kal Yisrael, Nevi'im, um, and Adam, this is the branch of humanity or the or the core of humanity that has that type of relationship. That is, it's an Arachoide. The vast majority of the people, they, they command different places around this, but they're not it. The the God, their relationship is is correctly referred to as Havayim. You see that when Adam came into the world is when Havayim became associated with Elokim. The Bri itself is Elokim because it's just a general term describing um, an objective event. Havaya describes a relationship where something is toich toich, and that happens with Adam. So Adam the, is the one who is the heart of the pre. He's the atzmis of it. Vehine says like this: The concept of God as the force that created the world, made the world, brought the world to being—that's something that any reasonable person agrees on. The big issue is havaya. Is there a personal God? You know, the the Aristotle also believed in some sort of divine uh, force. He had, a, he had a very interesting uh, way of describing it. He, he's the cause of everything, but but he, he does, he, it's the same time, it came about the same time, whatever. But uh, the idea of a personal relationship with a God was something that was totally not not Shaykh, the way he said. Um, the concept of prophecy that a person can actually interact with Hakadosh Baruch Hu seems to be um, off the charts, and and certainly not for a tzibur. Now, if we think about it, you know, it's, it, we, we, what's the problem? Like, it's it, it, if you really think about it, elikus is something not physical. And we are totally physical. We can't hear or see things that are not things. So, so ha, ha, whenever we say two entities communicate, there has to be some sort of contact. Well, we are totally physical, and Akadosh Baruch was totally ruchni. So, where's that contact? 
I, you know, yes, we have a chelgakai, but but it's it's not something that's so easy. How does when I say something is totally abstract, so so that means that I can never have contacted it. The, the um, so so they couldn't get it. People don't have it. Couldn't get it. Imagine. Um, so so now he gives a marshal that sort of will explain how we can relate, how we have we get a sense that there is somebody who does have that. Um, imagine it be only one seeing person who sees the sun. He knows where it's where, where it rises and where it and, and its orbit. Um, and we never saw it. We 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 go in clouds. Let's say so. A person has, let's say, um, he, he's uh, his his vision is clouded, and uh, his, his eyes have a problem, and he doesn't see the sun. So the things we pick up is as follows. So we don't see the sun. We do notice his house is always well lit. Why? He sets up his windows in places where the sun is going to go by. He knows how to, how to do that. He knows where to plant his stuff so they catch the most sun. And the person says, you know why I'm so much there? Because I know where the sun's orbit is going to be. We tell him, hey, what are you talking about? What kind of shemesh is it? We know light, but sun we've never seen. I do manage. Take a look. My have my house is always lit. My crops grow well. Obviously, I, I'm into something you guys are not. So, so it's a marshal that the only way the outside people, they may deduce that this person is something, but they don't have, um, this, they can't sense what he's doing. They have cataracts in their eyes and they just can't see that. Shem Hashem is what's called Pane. Um, and, and because when I see a person face to face, I'm connected to the person. When I see the person from the back, I know where he's going, I know what he's doing, but I'm not connected to the Plemius. Vehine says, so the concept of a lekim and anything that's implied in that, that anybody who is um, who who is about you you can you can reason it. I can sit. We can sit and reason. Where did everything come from? There must be a cause. There must be a primary cause, and so on. That the world has um, something that is conducting it with harmony and so on. That seichel has. But the, what is God? 
So, so all these, all these talk about, well, take a look at this, take a look. all these proofs I bring are great proofs, but they're indirect proofs. They're not um, interactions. They're kind of, if this is true, this must be true. What Hashem is, that depends on the person. So the, the ones that came close to understanding as the philosophers, but Ashvaya, that they have no idea. The only type of Yidia and Shem Avaya is Nevoah. That which the Navi possesses uniquely so. So all these are expressions where you see the person, the person gained another dimension. So any time a person attains some godless, it means another dimension of connection to to to, to that um Baruch to to Yudke Vavke. And then he says, so he says a a, a Navi. Whenever a person, whenever he feels, whenever a person feels like Hashem has reached out and helped him, um, or or set him straight, so so it's fascinating among all these things that it's basically impossible for us to get. We mostly can't get that. That's obvious. But he says, any time when there's a sense that Kashbar has reached out to me and has and has uh, moved in a certain direction, that also works. That's when a person stops having his fakus. And he, and he laughs at all of his chashboinus. That's when a person is, is, um, reaches out and he, he, um, he is the in that Tveik Sankashbrok, he finds tremendous pleasure with Shrachus Menu, Roy Makovizaka. So it's it's very funny. One of my brother in laws, who Ashram is married to an extremely special person, they were once looking through, like he found his letters that he wrote when they were proposing the Shidduch. And, you know, they had the Milas listed and the this and the that. And he was just laughing. It was like, you know, when you're talking about a, a, a different person, so so you write this thing, that, the other thing. We, we're talking about a person that's that's your spouse. It's 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 you. It's it doesn't you know the the philosophy of God is a topic when God is an object that's that's out there. When when you're connected, so the philosophy about it is really is is really silly. That's not what it's about. It's about the connection. So so it's a it's a very different world. philosophy. 
All they see in Avodah Salakim is is just a very very nice. It's it's appropriate. It's nice. It's good, but they don't see. Um, it's it's appropriate to put everything in the right place. Like we say, the sun is remarkable. There's no the sun doesn't take it personal. Doesn't like it. Doesn't care for it. It's all it's all about did I get the equations right or wrong? There's no real sense of person. Okay, that's a little bit late, but I think I'd like to finish it. It's a very, very important piece. Because I understand the difference. Now I understand the big difference between Aristotle's God's God and Avram's God. People, people who um, who have touched base with him, warn him. They've had a personal contact. But the, the philosophical concept of God, it's something that you work through by analysis. A person that has had that connection to Kaddish Baruch Hu, um, he's, he, he's willing to buy some nefesh, that a chaynes lama salen is going to die for it. So if somebody if somebody puts a gun to your head and says, um, I want you to say that a triangle has 190 degrees, I don't think anyone will have a problem saying sure, I mean, there's no, there's nothing, there's nothing personal about it. So say that. So, so the guy has it wrong. So what? It, 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 there's no Messias Nefesh is only when a person is Dovok Takanshparahu. Ein lahashim efes aristoi ala ligok shilaga tixabaris aloikai, mashum supernokaidevese. Aristotle made fun of the various rituals and rites and so on. Of course, for him, it's, it's a mathematical equation. It's a concept. It's not a, a real personal entity. There was no personal Hebrew. Avram went through many zones for this. Going through as a, as a wanderer. The reason why he could do the go, the reason why he could overcome this illness was because Akadosh Baruch was to him a reality, not uh, an analysis. He saw that Akadosh Baruch witnesses everything of his. He, he felt Akadosh Baruch Hu's benevolence. And, and his hashkocha, having him travel on, on, on the right path. So at this point, Avram mocked all of his previous chashboinahs. So yes, he came to it, like the Ram says, with a lot of analysis. 
but this analysis was no longer base fit. It's like it's saying when you know when a person is 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 dating, getting married. So there's a lot of analysis. This meeting, that the other thing. When a person is living there with another person, it's silly. It doesn't. He told him leave go of all of that part of your of 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 your. Um, analysis. Finally, so Hashem is indeed al Israel because they're the only ones that perceive that part of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So it's not only al Israel that we worship Hakadosh Baruch Hu, we have that imminent um, kasha to Him. And that's the Ketusha of Yisrael, that it has something that allows for that type of Nevoah. And again, Nevoah is not just a Madrega. Nevoah is the, is the substance of Keshwar HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So we find the Kesha to Akash Baruch Hu through the Nivu, even though sometimes they're difficult to comprehend. So we find we're turned on by Divrei Navi and we're not turned on by philosophers' arguments. So if a person if a person tries to compare uh, a work of philosophy with Nevoah, work of philosophy is written extremely well, is structured, and and you know it has a very very logical progression, and different Nevoahs is all over the place, but the the the, the, the philosophical stuff is dry, cold, and dead, and Nevoah is alive. Even though it would appear that the logic of the philosophy should um, should pull a person more, they, they, the people do not are not they don't follow it. We have a sense of where Emes lies, and that's where it is. I guess I'll finish the story I once said. Over it was very powerful. There was somebody named Rabbi Glickson. He used to teach. He was he used to teach in YU. He was nifted a few years ago. I met him, Glickson or Glickman? Glickman, uh, Oza Glickman, I think was the name. Glickman. And, what? Glickman. Oza Glickman. Yeah. Yeah. So he told me once next to my simcha of a cousin of mine. who was a friend of his. He had a very interesting history. He had been. He was brilliant. He had been, I think, an investment banker before he was uh, a shiva. It's always a good. It's a good financial assurance before coming to be an investment banker that I, I, I think that's a smart move. And um, But before that, his father was a conservative rabbi. And he had died when he was 16 or so. And he um, and he went to JTS and Shaul Lieberman, Lieberman took him under his wings. He liked him. In fact, he was a son of a conservative rabbi. He was very, very smart. He was sort of, I don't know, under his wings. And one day there was a share of Rasalvechik in in Wayu Yarset share, and he went to the share. It's very close. It's Manhattan Heights. Kitsa, he was blown away by the share. 
And the piece that really moved him was in the, in the part of the Agarita, Salvechka said over something about a Gemara. In one place it says Hamakam, one place it says Baruch Hu, and he explained the difference. And he was just pushed, moved to tears by it. He came back the next day. Shaul Liebman sees that he's uh, like looks very uh, kind of dazed. So he asked him, well, "What's with you?" What's so he told him over what he what he saw. So he said, um, so he smiled and he went into his vault and he pulled out the earliest manuscript of Ashas and he showed him that in the earliest manuscripts, both places had a hay with a little apostrophe and some later printer had deciphered one as being a mock and one as a Kaddish Baruch So he looked at it and then he turned to Professor Liebman and he said, you're right, but the truth is over there, not over here. So he told him, you belong in a yeshiva, not here. I don't know if he meant the l'shvach or the greyesa. That, that, that already, I don't have to be. But the point was, um, you know, there, there, there is, yes, you know, there's, there's, there's the stuff. Logic determines cold, distant truths. But so, so obviously, if something is against Sulemashal, so when people ask the question, usually, well, what about uh, a guy who becomes very emotional with his stuff? Well, if the logic clearly says that Avodazara can't be right, then the emotion we see as fantasy. But having come up with something that's logical, but has no life to it, and 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 no pnimius and no kesha, is also not. It's it's uh, it, so that's the that's because it says the the difference between Avram's God and Aristotle's God is it's not only a question of you know which nekudas it came up with it's it's a whole different perspective for Aristotle it was um, an, a, a, a formula of some sort and it filled in a blank spot in, in, in a structure of of uh, a bunch of syllogisms and and in um, and Favrom Avinu, it was a personal connection. And that's why, because I makes the point, most firm with Amunas on start with, with, with uh, Svaris, his, his point is, Maimon Sinai wasn't just that we saw and it proved. Maimon Sinai was where we connected. And once you connect, then, then, then all the kashas are, and it, then, it's, then it's academic, the kashas. They're not, they're not the, they don't go to the heart of that connection. Okay, Beseda, good. Ah, uh, good fach. Good work, Eshikawa. Eshikawa.